This is the Wifed Up Now What podcast. I'm Coriel. And I am TK. And we got some real wives. Wives. We got some real wives in the building. Somebody said it's a real wife girl shit. Somebody said that. So if you don't happen to know some real wives in your life, then this is the conversation that you have probably been praying for because we are about to Mm. keep it really real. Okay, giving y'all some real resources and some real life um, feedback, inspiration, experience based on our years as happy wives. Okay. Are we all happy wives? That part. Please say that part. Okay, all right, all right. Gotta say that. let's, Let's let the ladies introduce themselves. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Tell the people who you are. My name is Nicole Davis. Um, what does she want to know? I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I've been oh, for... I'm sorry. <laughs> so I've been married for almost 16 years next week. Ooh. Yep. And I have twin 13-year-old boys and a six-year-old boy, entrepreneur, that type of stuff. But that we're here about thing. we're here about wife life. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So real wife. Real wife wife shit. Okay. Yes. Hey Mickey. Hey girl. Hey. <laughs> Tell the people. Who's I'm Mickey, Mickey Bay. Bay. Yes. I'm Mickey Bay. I am a life and relationship coach. That's my occupation. I've been a wife for seven years, and it's been a continuous seven years because my husband and I got engaged on our first date and married 90 days later, so it's been the whole time. I'm period. Billy every day. Um, and we have three kids. We have twins as well. So we have twin girls who are in college, and I have a four-year-old. Yes. The span. Yes. yes. So I got bonus girls, uh-huh. but Beautiful. they're all ours. All right? I know yes. that's right. Yes. 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 NTK, the people know, but for the people who don't, how long have you been married? We have been married for seven years, together for eight. Story similar. Mm. Uh, first date, got pregnant. Six months later, engaged. Another six months, married. I love it. Yeah, four daughters. Babies? Yeah, we have four daughters. So I have two bonus daughters, 17, 13, and then ours together is seven and six. Back to back. So four, three, three. And I'm rounding it out with two. Mm-hmm. I don't, and not two under two, but a two and a half, a mm-hmm. seven-month-old. I am the new wife on the couch. So maybe this conversation is for me. Let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm going up on three years. Coming okay. up on mm-hmm. three years. I have not. I don't have like a quick, quick wham, bam, thank you, ma'am story. <laughs> um, but we met in the club. I guess that's my my love in the club is, is our mm-hmm. thing. So today's conversation, though, is meant to be a resource and a solution for everybody who wants to throw the divorce statistics in our faces. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about y'all, but before I got married, <clears throat> it wasn't scaring me from getting yeah. married. I wasn't so scared that I wasn't going to get married, but it was definitely something to consider mm-hmm. entering a marriage knowing that the statistics were, I have a 50% chance that this is not going to last for a lifetime. Right. So that's the deep conversation we're going to get into later. But yeah. we're going to warm it up just a little bit first. So I'm going to say a phrase or a word. I got one for each of y'all. And I just want you to say the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Um, Nicole, gender roles. First thing that comes to mind would be um, false. Okay. Mm-hmm. False. Let's talk about it. What's false? They're, they're not really gender roles? Um, I think that when, no, and I think that it's um, subjective to every couple. Hmm. to every marriage. Um, I think that that could be one of the problems with marriage is everyone is going and thinking, okay, my man is going to do this. My husband's supposed to do this. My wife is supposed to do this. And my wife is going to do this. 
And we're also basing it off of what we've seen growing up or if we have seen examples growing up. Um, But the truth of it all is to create your own Mm -hmm. plan, create your own roles, establish who's going to do what. And guess what else? It changes. Mm -hmm. It, it, and it's going to keep changing. And it's going right. to keep changing. It's not so. written in stone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Nothing's right. written in stone. So, What about y'all? Y'all got gender roles in y'all marriages? Ooh, maybe no. We tried. For right. the first couple of years, um, me growing up in the church, it was very much implanted in me that a man does this and a wife does this. Mm-hmm. And then I realized how miserable I was holding on to something that is just literally made up. Um, yeah, I'll take out the trash sometimes. You can put these girls in the bathtub sometimes. You can cook tonight. I'm working all day. You got the house. You're going to clean up. And so, yeah, it made us miserable. We tried it for sure, for sure. Um, And being young, because I was 21 when I got with my husband. So I'm like, this is the way it goes. I'm supposed to bust my tail all day and give it up at night and cook in the morning and take out my tail all day and bust it open at night. Bust it open at night. Like, I'm just supposed to do all of these things. And then I was like... I'm tired. Right. I need a break. And I don't like it. Yeah. And I felt like I was giving him a pass. Like, he only had to work? Oh, no. You're raising these kids with me, too. You're cleaning this house. You live in here. We're going to clean this house together. real fluid under this roof. Oh, yes. You do what needs to be done. What you think, Mickey? We have never been traditional. So my husband actually was a stay-at-home dad for 14 months. Okay. And that was... My baby was seven months when COVID started. And it just made sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not comfortable putting him in a daycare. And at that time, my job, my trajectory was just, I couldn't give it up at that point, at the place that I was in my career. And he took the L. I mean, this was not our plan, but he was just like, look, I want to do whatever it takes to support you. And he was honestly the best parent to do it like mm. that would have not been my ministry Ooh. baby is that a thing is that a word that's right a there? thing that's a, that's a word episode because that's a baby. Whole uncomfortable conversation yes. yeah he was the best parent to do it yeah. i mean i am i would consider myself to be an alpha woman but i'm also traditional so i grew up thinking i was going to have a man that was a provider and i was going to be like this homemaker and stay-at-home wife and my life did not support that narrative mm-hmm. and so I really love what I do. I love my career. And I'm so fortunate that the man that I'm with supports me over Mm -hmm. everything. So he's more so like, I want to do whatever I need to do to make sure you can be your best person. If that's not staying home with a kid, then don't stay home with a kid. Go do what fulfills you. So Mm -hmm. I, I have never had a traditional relationship in gender roles, we do what needs to be done. And as a matter of fact, one of my girlfriends uh, stayed with us. She was in transition. And she was like, I've never seen a married couple work so well together because we just know what needs to be done. And and we pitch in. If I see that he needs help in something, I help him. If he sees I need help, he does it. I'm not like waiting like, oh, my God, I ain't do the dishes. No, he'll do the dishes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, no, for us, gender roles, no. I don't want to take out the trash, though. Let's just say that. I don't take out the I trash. I will say that. I don't trash. do that part. <laughs> But I will if I have to. If I I have mean, to. because I feel like sometimes I get irritated by looking at it. And, and my husband works all day. So I am the stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom. I am home all day. If I if I see it, let me stop lying. I don't be taking out that trash. <laughs> don't lie. Because you see the video when it's like, I love having a husband. It's like the trash does not exist in this house. I'm just walking by. <laughs> right. and I don't even have a trash can. I right. don't even. What is trash. that? What is that? What is that? What yeah, that is. I, in my mind, I take it out. But I, I, I am the, see, I'm the wife that's like, 
push it out off the wall so you can see so it you more. See, you gonna have to walk like, around. Like, you gotta it. walk you around it to get to that you, yeah. that pantry you're trying to get in. Mm-hmm. The trash can gonna be right in front of it. Right, so you're just a little persuasive. It's gonna get taken. Okay, out. power of persuasion. Okay, Mickey, this is for you. What comes to mind when you hear the phrase "big wedding"? <sighs> Waste of money. Mm. It's it's for everyone else and. I I am all for you doing what you want, but I think the reasons most women want it is for the show. It's for, especially nowadays in the age of social media, Mm. right? Where you want to have the pictures to show and you want to make us go through this for the whole year till your first anniversary. We got to look at all these pictures because you just spent $100,000 on this wedding. So, you know, I was, I can't knock them because I was that girl that wanted that. But when it came my time, we eloped. My wedding was $500, and a lot of the people, no shade, that spent $100,000 on their wedding or more are divorced today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing my research and doing the wife talks, right, with the wives in my life, and I kind of polled them and said, like, did you have a big wedding? Did you courthouse it? What did you do? Overwhelmingly, the marriages that were thriving and successful were people who were just like, it was us. And they weren't, worried about, they the weren't show. worried about it. Yeah. They weren't worried about it. Because it's about the marriage, mm-hmm. not just the, the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody have a big wedding? I've had two weddings. Really? I had a wedding and a power renewal. Okay. 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 Two weddings, <laughs> yeah. one man. How you work that right, out? Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. but um, my first wedding, um, I was very uh, budget conscious about planning and everything. But my husband and I always say, if we could have scrapped the first wedding we would have. We had a mm-hmm. blast for our vow renewal. All three of our boys, boys were here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was smaller and intimate, and we just had fun. Of course, we were more established, mm-hmm. but um, overall, I agree. I, if 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 you can dodge that bullet, I'm not gonna call it a bullet, but <laughs> it's, a bullet, it, it's it's It'll so especially when you get into those close to six figures or past six figure weddings. And like you mm-hmm. said, it's social media is so heightened. And then you're trying to create these moments to go viral for your wedding. Mm-hmm. The photographer wants to go. You know, you're getting yes. this high-end photographer because in this videographer. And it's just, it's too much. And and after the wedding, it's and not to be sound morbid, but it's kind of like after a funeral. That's when the real stuff hits. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the dress is hung up to never be used again. Mm-hmm. You know, the tuxedos, if you bought them or if you rent them, they're back. You mm-hmm. know, nothing is going to, nothing in that wedding, besides possibly what the pastor said, is going to be applicable and of any use My God. to that marriage going forward. Let's talk about the fact that folks don't even buy you gifts no more. Baby. That's so you done spent $100,000. You done fed these people lamb chops. Oh, okay. y'all lamb chops? And sea bass. Right. Mm. And uh-uh. they didn't even bring you a gift card. Mm. Okay. No, because you see that's me because I'm <laughs> looking you in your eye. You can tell that was a moment just now. It's a moment. I'm a fit. I couldn't. Yeah. I would never go to somebody's wedding. Oh, no. Wedding. Right. I yeah. anywhere all the end. Yeah. But I do. the food and But some people, but believe it or not, in your case, some people just wanted to be there. To see. Yeah, I want to be that To see. And to say they were there. That was one of the biggest wastes of money. That wedding. And the way that we were like, I don't want to say arguing. The way that we were having disagreements, mm-hmm. the stress, the friction. stress of it, the your family asking you questions, mm-hmm. my, you know, like Maybe. the stress of, Unnecessary that it puts drama. on you mm-hmm. yeah. for to do this for somebody else yeah. is 
crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's crazy. you know what? When you have never had it, and that's why I said I don't mm, knock it. Thing. Yes. I want it because yeah. we are programmed to want this, mm-hmm. right? And so I don't knock any woman that says this is her day, yeah, and this is how she wants it to be. But I think part of the reason we're having this conversation is because you don't know what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And when you get on the other side, you're like, dang, I wish I would have put that on a down payment for a house. Or Baby. I would have put that, you know, a nest egg or yes. invested it mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. rather than just literally let it go away. Exactly. And then the Throwing people who are away. still paying for it. Ooh. That part. You went in like, debt for it. arguing about it because now you're it's in debt. debt and now for it's it. Yeah. It's a My thing. God. It's a thing. Half of those people Ooh. you won't even know. Like statistically, you're, most people don't. They're not even friends with their bridesmaids. Oh Girl, yeah, I didn't lost right? two of them, and oh, I got married. How long ago? My right. wedding was a year ago. Oh it's my a real god! Thing. Most it's a weddings real and thing. funerals. Weddings and yeah. funerals. The worst, the worst out of people. Best that is worst so true. true. Yeah, I lost my two best friends. So I know mm-hmm. that it's not worth the money. But do what you do. What you got to do for you. What did y'all do, TK? Oh my gosh! On my wedding day, I was in the hallway in my dress, crying on the floor. Mm. Mm. It was probably one of the worst days of my life. Girl, I feel bad for saying that. It was That's terrible. And, and and honestly, not not for money sake, for people sake. Mm. Yeah. I would have rearranged them broad, what they call <laughs> bridesmaids. I would have rearranged so many things. And mine wasn't even desiring this big grand day I just wanted to feel special I just wanted to celebrate my marriage and all of that and oh my gosh if I would have done it all over again it would have been literally me my husband my kids and a pastor Mm -hmm. like I would have done that so much so much smaller and put it in our honeymoon let's go kick it forget some people y'all see us on Facebook and Instagram but yeah it was a horrible day yeah take it from us guys this is supposed to be real real wife girl shit okay let's talk about it so we got some videos to react to because y'all know it gets real crazy out here on these social media Ooh, streets. Yes. So we got some videos. I want to see what y'all think. Let's roll it. They wowing. If your man woke you up at 2 a.m. He said, baby, can you cook me a meal? Would you cook your man a meal if he woke you up at 2 a.m.? No. Just be on, <laughs> being honest. What about you, Kiki? It all depends on how I'm feeling. All right, it depends. Oh, you well, another depends. It depends on the situation. Here's a, another question. If an intruder broke inside the house, would you mm-hmm. or would you not expect your man to go downstairs and handle that break at the door? Mm-hmm. So first question, would you cook your husband a meal at 2 a.m.? Yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. 16 years. What'd you say, sis? It's... It's uh depends on the situation. What's the meal? Okay. Yes. Okay. Blanket, regardless. Regardless. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because I don't have an arbitrary ass husband. So if he asks me, it's a reason. Mm. Okay. And, and I trust him enough to if he if he waking me up out my sleep because I go to bed at eight o'clock. So if he waking me up out my sleep eight? to cook him, I mean I'm I'm an old woman on the inside. <laughs> um, In my but spirit. but I'm by the time he gets into bed, he's usually he's usually in bed by like eleven. If he were to wake me up at two a.m. I would know he was like in pain. Something was happening yeah. that he needed this so meal. So the circumstances. So I would okay. ask questions later. I would follow directions first. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Bar. You know. Hey. You know. And you say yes. Uh, no questions asked. Definitely. I'm doing that. Okay. I mean, because I feel like, well, go go. What? I feel like most time I mean, it's probably because we just got it in anyways. So yeah, and I'm you giving the you cause snack. of why he's hungry. Yeah, he no, I worked you out. Okay, here's your. But then, but it's also here's your treat. I worked you out. What's what type of meal are we talking about? Are we talking about I got to thaw chicken out? We frying it? We, oh God! You know what I'm saying? I'm cutting up vegetables. Are we talking about like quick little rice pack? 
some chicken has already been thawed out. Here's like barbecue sauce, little can of corn. You know what I'm saying? Or Something quick. A sandwich, mm-hmm. turkey sandwich. What are we? What meals are we talking? If you want Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, Mm-mm. maybe not. But uh, maybe is there a possibility he can get Thanksgiving dinner? It depends on what you did to okay, this. You know, okay, okay. if he's deserving. <laughs> it depends on what my spirit said at gotcha. that present moment. I'm with her though. If if my husband's not gonna wake me up with any foolishness, because I think he's afraid to do that. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it has to be something. And as somebody that has taken care of their husband while he was really sick, mm. um, then I would say, I, of course, I would say without a shadow of a doubt. But um, yeah. So what made your initial reaction be a hell no? No, it wasn't hell no. It was. <laughs> it depends on the circumstance. But okay. um, be, I guess looking at immediately watching the video, um, because I'm not, if an intruder breaks in my house, I'm not sending my husband downstairs. Because I don't know what the intruder has, this and mm. the other. We're going to call the police together. That's it. That, I'm not sending my husband, because he just because he's sending Amen. me in the kitchen, yeah. I'm not sending him mm-hmm. into uh, a possibly never seeing him again situation. But um, So that was going to be the other half of the question, is do you think that's a valid comparison? Not at no, all. No. no. Okay, because I no. didn't think that was a good idea. Yeah, immediately no, no. I was like, this is It was dumb. silly. It's it was not, silly. It's not, it's not an equal... Like, your life no. isn't in danger if I don't make you a sandwich. Exactly. Right. Right. exactly. And I think also what they were really trying to get at was provision, mm. right? You are expecting him to protect you. Are you not... He's also expecting something as well. And I think really the answer answer that you see these women have is a very 2023 answer, which is like, is he paying for my whole life? Okay. Right. Are we talking about? Cause yeah. that's really what is underneath that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if my whole job is, is really to serve you and I don't do anything else and I'm a kept woman, then I'm gonna make you turkey and dressing at 2 a.m. Because that's my job. (laughs) Right. Now, I'm working just like you working. Mm -hmm. And it's 2 a.m. We both got to be up at 6. Then that's a different story. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I also think that a lot of women make blanket statements based off of the men that they're used to dealing with. Mm. Right. And so, obviously, for women who have, you know, life can come up at us fast. We don't know what's going to happen. But for people who think we have made some good choices, right? We have married men. We are not um, uh, regretting our decisions on... Quickly, we can say, yes, we would do it. Right. But when you're thinking about a man who's not deserving, who, oh my you gosh. know, that's yeah. who's in your head when you, no, hell no, I definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Right. Yeah. But I believe you ain't met no real man yet if Period. it's just a quick hell no. Because that's if right. you ain't got a real one, I'm at least going to ask a question. That's right. Exactly. It might not be Thanksgiving. It might be, I might be warming up a meal. Okay. Right. Right. But I'm right. going right. right. yeah. yeah. I will go down. Mm-hmm. I'll make the run. Make the plate. Yeah. I'll go get it for you. Oh, that's a sacrifice in itself to get up, go downstairs and warm up food. Absolutely. Because I was asleep. There you yeah, to be because I was asleep. For sure, don't I'm be asleep. Okay, we get, oh, we don't have another clip, but we do have another reaction. Uh-oh. So, Jeannie Mai and mm. Jeezy, right? <laughs> you sent it to me immediately, right? Uh, we're not going to talk about why you sent it to me immediately. Years ago, though, guys, if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, years ago, I told y'all that Jeezy, this is not going to last. Mm. I knew it was not going to last. I knew it wasn't going to last when Jeannie Mai publicly said that she prefers white meat yes. and then married a black man. So yep. I felt like this probably is not going to last. And here we are. Mm-hmm. So supposedly, sources close, allegedly, you got to say allegedly on YouTube. Yes, right? you do. Hard, allegedly. A hard allegedly. Sources close to them are saying these are the real reasons why they're breaking up. Okay, and I want y'all reaction. First reason, um, apparently Jeannie Mai wants to walk their daughter to school and Jeezy thinks that it's too dangerous. People will end up knowing where they live. They disagree on that, okay? Um, Second reason is because her mom 
has been living with them since the beginning of their marriage. Third reason is that the brother lives there now, too. So the brother has moved in. Reason number four, they're always on different coasts. So I guess they're spending a lot of time apart. And then lastly, he does not like that she puts everything on social media. Mm. So based on those answers, I would love to know from y'all, do you think, and obviously everybody makes their own decisions. Obviously, Mm. this is enough reason that they don't want to continue this. But based on your experiences, do y'all think that that's reason enough to file for divorce or can that be reconciled? Um, just just on the base of marriage and being married, I don't, all of those sound like um, things that can be worked through, um, but it sounds like they've been tension points and be, maybe because of his absence and his frequent absence and traveling, I know he has a book and he's still, you know, a relevant artist, um, maybe her defense is, well, I need support here. Mm. You know, for and especially, you know, we all have small children or children have been small at one point or another who you trust more than your family. So now them living in the same home, that can be very, very um, challenging. But I don't know this. Honestly, this is the first time I heard these reasons. So I'm sitting here like uh, I'm not really sure. If he, because um, it sounds like he initiated everything mm-hmm. as far as the divorce is everything is concerned, but um, I don't know if maybe her saying no one too many times, like um, mm. this is this is this is the way we're going with it, was too much for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have you really given it a chance to work? It's been what two years? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Mickey? Because I know you do this. Yes. So, you know, I'm a firm believer that any marriage can work no matter what the circumstances are. But you have to want it to work. Mm. Right. So what this says to me is he done with her. Mm. He don't want to work it out. Right. So I think that's really the key is like, are both people, are we in a bad spot? But we both are like, you know what? Let's do what we got to do to get back on the right side of this thing. And what he's basically saying is, I'm out on you. Mm -hmm. When somebody says they're out on you, let them be out on you. Right? Because I don't want a husband. I've tried to file for divorce twice, and my husband has come to get me every time. Right? And the reason we're not divorced today is because of my husband, not because of me. Mm. Right? And that I think that's really important to know because a woman is seeking safety and security, and he's trying to protect her in the best way that he knows how. She's rejecting that. Mm. So it's only going to be so many times a man is going to say, oh, well, you don't want my protection. Here I am trying to give you what I signed up to give you and you don't want it. So you know what? I'm going to go protect the woman that wants me Mm. to protect them. So can they work these issues out? Absolutely. But both parties have to want to work on it. Now, what's interesting is that with the coaching that I do, I usually save marriages with just one party even having the knowledge that someone is getting coaching because it's really about changing your energy first. If I change my energy as a woman, we have the most powerful energy in the world. So if I change my energy and I start doing the things that I need to do in this marriage, that man is going to respond, period, point blank in the end. Agree. So in my opinion, where they are is a result of two people having expectations that were not met, both mm-hmm. of them. They both have different expectations, and that's not a conversation that's being had. What you got down there, TK? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, we just celebrated our seventh year anniversary a couple of days ago, 
and uh, Namdi just asked my husband asked me. He was like, "What? What do you think has like kept us?" And I, the the immediate response was our fight. Like it wasn't this calculated concussion of people counseling, like nothing. It was like, no, we were just determined to stay in this thing. Like no matter what the yeah. disagreements look like, no matter how far, like I told you, we were, my, my husband was about to walk away simply because we were on opposite spectrum of political thoughts and just our viewpoints on that. But it was a, a certain point that we were both like, you ain't going nowhere and neither am I. So let's let's figure this out. And so for two years to get divorced, two years later, mm -hmm. that lets me know somebody was not willing to fight. Yeah. That lets me know somebody Absolutely. was not willing to say, okay. Be I, I, because when I look at this, I'm like, it. nothing is giving enough that would destroy so marriage to me especially having kids like we're we're building legacy right we're building something behind all of these things they don't affect that mm -hmm. walking your daughter to school like that's something we can talk about and yeah. i i agree with you i feel like maybe jeezy kind of tapped out like it definitely, it definitely well, we know the that. statistics it's like 80 percent of divorces are filed by 80 to 90 percent of divorces are filed by women yeah so when I, I wasn't necessarily surprised that they got a divorce but when i saw that he filed i said oh he's sick of her shit he yeah. is out well, of here. The rumor was that she also got some anger issues. Right, that she was talking bad to him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, she said, let me not say rumor, because she, she said, said it. Mm -hmm. And even when I look at this, I'm like, I don't see a reason on Jeezy's side. Like, she's mad that Jeezy da-da-da-da-da. It's like, right. you want your... And this is what I was just talking about, even with single women. Like, we go into marriage, like, I'm going to stay like this still. And it's like, baby, that's... It's not going to work. That don't work over here. You got to compromise and be flexible. And so, to me... It's giving maybe she wasn't flexible. It, to me, it's giving this is what I want. My mama moving with me. My dad's moving with me. Yeah. My brothers. Everybody come on in. I'm walking my kid. No, you got a man that you got to talk to about mm -hmm. that I now. Think he filed for custody, too. Did I make that up? Yeah, Joint he did. custody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I made that up. I think it's giving he fourth on a list. Yes. That's yeah. what it's giving. That's big. Yeah. And I the, think that. The baby, the mama, the, the, the brother, brother and everybody. And right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a prioritization to this. I mean, my husband comes over my whole kids. Okay. You know, all awesome. my kids. All of yeah, them. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. And we'll because, tell them that. Uh, oh, in their FTK. Face. <laughs> if y'all know, if you know, you know, FTK. But the point is, I think when we get into these marriages and you still have this ideal of what marriage is supposed to be and what it's going to be and you have to take into account the person that you marry mm -hmm. and I know that I am light years away from the person that I was seven years ago Oof. thankfully I'm better than the person I was seven years ago but I'm gonna give some advice my best friend gave me who was married for 10 years when I was like a year or two in and I was like ah I hate this I want to get out right <laughs> and she told me you ain't been married long enough to want to get out Oof. you got to work your way out Ooh. Right. If you want to get out, you have to work your way out. And I think that's great advice mm -hmm. because this is not your boyfriend. This is your whole husband. And yeah. take that seriously. Yeah. Right now, I don't believe in staying in any situations that are like abusive or anything like that. But we're Definitely. talking about whether or not yeah, I'm walk walking my kids to school. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but buy your mama house in the backyard. Please, y'all can do yes. it. Down the street. Need to go. Need to go somewhere. She that that codependency is. But it's, I, it's I, a I lot will. Wrong. I will say something that you said about like her just needing help. He's gone all the time. That's a good point. And she made it clear she did not want to have kids. Also, Ooh. 
She made that very clear. Why did she do but she this? Did but she was, it. I don't she was know. Pregnant Why on did Jeezy do this? She was pregnant on her wedding day. See, I see all thing. the benefits for Jeezy to do this. Yeah. Do Jeezy, it? yes, because she Jeezy, says she don't like black men. She Jeezy says she's going through a whole rebrand. Yeah, he's so, been, yeah, he's been mean, off yeah. of like, that's, that's true. No, that's true. Jeezy, his whole his image. Yeah, yeah his no, that's whole true. Image is cleaned yeah, up. He's mainstream now. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what though, um, the fastest way to disappointment are blind expectations. So, mm. in order for her to be disappointed, so no, I'm sorry, in order for him to be disappointed so easily with her is he probably did have certain expectations, not just of her, but what a marriage should look like mm-hmm. and what he thinks a wife should do. Yeah, and you know, same thing for her, and you know what they shared in the beginning of their relationship, their engagement, and, you know, these, some people call it COVID weddings and COVID couples. Um, <laughs> you know, it's all this bliss, and, you mm. know, he, he he went through great lengths to propose to her and everything. So it it does make you wonder, you know, what what went wrong, but at the same time, what conversations were had as yeah. far as what does this marriage look like? After the, the wedding, well, you know what? Do, what do I look like? What does Jeezy look like as mm-hmm. a husband? Because yeah. we know Jeezy gonna, you know, he's in the trap. He's the snowman. That's what we know. <laughs> Is you he know? still there? But you know, and she's a TV host. But yeah. what does she look like as a second wife? You know, what does she mm-hmm. look like in this marriage that was different from the last? You mm. know, what conversations were had and what expectations were set? And you know, that to me is a huge problem. And not just marriages, but relationships, period. Yeah. Expectations. Expectations. Sure. And Ooh, not Jesus. even being able to meet your own expectation because you period. have no preparation. Period. So you can't even live up to what you think right. your okay. wife is right. Correct. Okay. Which is why y'all are here. Why yes. not what? Having these conversations. So you said something, Mickey, that is a perfect segue um, because you said that you don't believe there's anything that can't be worked through. So my next question for y'all is around deal breakers. Mm. Do you believe there are deal breakers in marriage? If so, what is yours? And I have an example because I thought this was crazy. So word on the curb. Well, it's not word on the curb. It's true. Danny Masterson, I don't know if y'all are familiar, mm-hmm. but he just got convicted. Yeah, arrested, convicted. Convicted yeah. of raping multiple women, right? My yeah. God. And now his wife has filed for a divorce. Yes. Now. Mm-hmm. Not when he got arrested, when he was on trial. Like, not any of those times, but now that he's gotten convicted. So yes. that made me think, was it, was the problem that he is going to jail for it? Because obviously the problem isn't that he just did it. Mm-hmm. So what are deal breakers, if there are any? What do y'all think? Before that example, I was about to say. There no. are none. Yeah, I had however, to throw that in there. However, what I will say is that I think with when you're dealing with these this level of celebrity, mm-hmm. there might have been a deal in place where she was like, look, I'll support you through the trial because it looks better for you to be a married person going through this than to be a single person and yeah i mean i don't agree with it but i could understand like the rationale for it and at this point he's a convicted sex offender and i'm sure she wants to distance herself as much as possible so um but if we're talking about regular things like that's not something most of us are going to come up against again i think that if you want to work it out, like I think of Kirk and Rashida on this one, right? Like you have a whole baby on me, you sleeping with the girl downstairs, that kind of thing. I think, <laughs> but, look, but look, this is, this is what I'll say about it. You can make it through anything you personally want, want to make it through. Mm-hmm. It might not yeah. be for me, yes. but if you, this is your, 
Rashida has obviously said, I'm going to the grave with this man. Period. I would have said, stop. I'm taking you to the grave To today. the grave. Right. <laughs> but, but to me, it's really about that. Like, only you know what you can take. Just yeah. like there are things inside of every single one of these marriages that are not for public consumption, that mm-hmm. if your best friend knew, they would be like, girl, you're dealing with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But facts. it's what I can These are take. Facts. That's right? big facts. And yeah. so I think it's really important when we're thinking about what is a deal breaker. There are going to be things, if you're planning to be married any length of time, and let's call it 10 years plus, there are going you're gonna come up against some deal breakers. Know that. Yeah. Know that going in that you are not going to make it 25, 30, 45 years, and there has never been what you would consider to be a deal breaker at the beginning of your marriage, right? And I think if you go into it thinking (laughs) there's something that I would divorce you for, you will get divorced. Mm. Because you have an out. You have a, if this happens, I'm gone. That's Mm. not unconditional. Didn't you you vow unconditional love through all the things? Girl, I had a little asterisk next to mine. It did not say all the things. It said most. Because Mm. abuse is on my... So abuse is definitely a deal breaker for for me. Habitual cheating is Absolutely. a deal breaker for me. Um, and any type of addiction. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I agree with really? those. those would be, and those are yeah. biblical yeah. too. Like really? a lot of those. I think so. I think, now the last one I'm going to put a, a little slash next to. I don't think it would be a Drinking deal breaker problem. on the first, like your first, you didn't mess up the first time. But, yeah. but an addiction is like, you can't stop this thing. Like, it's turned into an addiction. You can have some bad habits, and yeah. I'll work with you. We yeah. can do whatever we need to do but to work. Don't like... But an addiction, like you're gambling our money away. Oh, yeah. I can't. Because by that time, you need some real help. Yeah. You know? But aren't but you supposed to be the person that I am supposed them? to be real. Yeah, I am. But she's not the person that you No one said you're going to fix yeah. them. But yeah. I think also, too, we take, too, we take things personally. It's not about you. His addiction or whatever he's going through, him even cheating, is not about you. It's about him. And whatever is the hole on the inside of him that he's trying to fill with whatever, or any of us, right? Mm -hmm. We're all... The reason you get married is because what? Most people want to have someone to grow old with. What does that mean? I'm not okay by myself. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, I think you have to see it for what it is. Like, this problem has nothing to do with you. It's happening inside of your personal reality. Oh, so let me ask you this then. Because we all agree that your husband is above your children. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If this addiction starts affecting your child's or your children. Is that then a deal breaker? I come from two addict parents, so okay. So you have a specialized. Yeah, okay, I, I, I appreciate um, your perspective. I have I have two addict parents. I have addicts all throughout my family. So I mean, I can't sit here and say that because I've seen people. My my dad kicked a heroin addiction cold turkey. So I can't wow. sit here and say that if it can't be I, done. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that it can't be done. And I've watched many people be in recovery for a multitude of things. Right, mm-hmm. so. I can't sit here and say that if my husband had a... Because what people don't understand about addiction is that it is a disease. Mm -hmm. And so would you leave if he had cardiac problems, if he had, you know... Uh, diabetes. Well, I think it's a disease, but I don't think you're necessary. So I think that the the right comparison would be if he had 
cardiac disease and he was smoking a pack of cigarettes every day. Because no. then you're making a choice to further No, this. but you're not making... That's that's the... Is that a misconception whole, with yes, addiction that the it's whole not a point, choice? Well, you can't call it a disease and then say you're making a choice. It's either a disease, which means it's your brain chemistry, like you have a propensity for something that, yes, there's an action that goes to it. I mean, it's... You ain't gotta... No, no, no. I'm, I'm, com- I'm, I'm competing. But, but if, if you're going to agree that it's a disease, then you have to treat it like the disease that it is. And just because it doesn't fall in line with, um, you know, like having a heart problem or having, you know, a blood blood issue or something like that, it is still something that you are fighting internally on the inside of you that clinically is a disease. So what if your husband was fighting sexual demons where he had Prostitutes. some desire that was against your beliefs? I think the, the reason people cannot stand by folks when they are dealing with something are for things that because it embarrasses you. Mm-hmm. because it makes it mean something about you. It's all about you. What Are you going to love this person for what they're going through and support them for what they're going through? Now, I can support you, mm-hmm. and I can love you, and I can still not agree, mm-hmm. right? But that doesn't mean I remove my love from you. So this, this is the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. When you're talking about I'm marrying you for life, life is going to happen. Life is not going to stop happening because you married me. So when things come up, I have already made my decision. I'm with you. Mm, I'm with deep. you. So if I'm with you, I'm going to be with you. If, if I mean, not just because it may, it hurts my feelings, I'm not going to be with you. And that's really the problem. We are, most people are unable to remove their personal feelings about the subject. It's not about you. What do you think, TK? Because you said, I don't think you would <laughs> leave for abuse. I mean, not abuse, um, addiction either. Oh, no. Um, well, am I staying for addiction? Yeah, is that a deal breaker for you? Addiction, and so is cheating. Okay, okay. So cheating is a deal breaker for me, um, for sure. And it also is for my husband. Um, the first conversation that we had surrounding cheating before we got married was like, as soon as you step out, you might as well stay out. The way that I have seen women treat their husbands after they've cheated, I'm cool on Sex. that. I'm cool on the insecurities that she deals with. I'm cool on he went to Walmart and you blowing his phone up thinking that he's with another woman. I'm cool with the diseases that can be brought back. I'm cool on the side chicks that get pregnant. I'm cool on the side chicks that pull up. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? And um, when it comes to addictions, I do agree it's an, a disease. Um, but I also agree with what you said about being someone's savior. And one thing that I've learned, even in friendships, um, sometimes the best thing you can do is walk away. Sometimes that is the best thing you can do. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're removing love that says, I know that if I am in here with you, I'm getting worse. Mm-hmm. I'm getting worse as a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm getting worse as a mother. I'm getting worse as a friend. You bringing diseases back home to me? Because we, if we're talking about sex, se- sexual diseases, I mean, um, addictions, we cannot a- avoid talking about diseases that you can bring back to me. We can't talk about AIDS that can come back. We can't talk about chlamydia that can come back. We can't talk about these things. Okay, what if I get it? I have AIDS. You get me pregnant. Now we're bringing children in. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't stop these things. So a lot of the things that, yes, I can love you through, but I cannot stop consequences. I can't I can't I can't avoid what your actions do to your children, to our lineage, to our heritage, to this marriage. Now we broken. Nobody trusts nobody. Family falling apart. 
And I could have just walked away and let you get your help. And I don't think that I don't think that's pulling love away. But that's that's me though. No, that's because I know this, some. Is, that's what this conversation is. Is hopefully y'all out there identify with somebody up here. We're not all gonna have the same perspective. Yeah, we got no. four yeah, different marriages. Exactly. Right. So you have worked through lots with your husband in terms of who you had to become right. to be the wife that he needed. Mm -hmm. So I would love to hear your perspective on whether you have a deal breaker. Um, my number one deal, well, I have two deal breakers, infidelity and, um, abuse off the top, but, abuse. um, I will say, because I have seen, I have, I've not witnessed, um, abuse, but that's just, to me, that's almost like a no brainer. But, um, I've seen in my parents' marriage what, you know, stepping out and all of that other stuff can do to the marriage. But, um, those are my just plain deal breakers. and But I believe everything else can be worked out. But I will say this in response to what you ladies were saying. I think not only do you have um, deal breakers, but I think people have thresholds mm -hmm. where um, even if you say such and so isn't a specific deal breaker for me, after too much of something, it becomes that deal breaker. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Things you don't even fathom being problematic in your marriage um, now or, oh, yeah, it's not. But when they become habitual from your spouse, that's when they start to enter the deal breaker category. And mm. though I do believe that you should be in it for the long haul and, you know, be committed to helping, um, it's important to realize that um, self-care is also stepping away too if need be um even if it's you know we 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 jump right into divorce but there is a little thing called separation and um sometimes separation is all you need before you get to divorce and you you turn your way back to staying happily you married define it for the people what tell us what is this what's separation before the divorce is there a certain time i don't think it's or? and that's the thing you can't put measurements you can't put definitions on a lot of this stuff because yeah. every relationship is some people separate and just move in different bedrooms but some people separate that, yeah that's separate true right though legally right or no not in Georgia. Yes, not in Georgia. It depends on the state. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So, True. what I would say about. Tell who's been married long. Right, I'm like, girl, I don't know. Right, right. So, no divorce laws. I don't know how you get out this thing. So, I this is what you do in Georgia. <laughs> so, I want, I, want to, I want to just like piggyback on what you said. So, that's why I think you can make it through most things because I don't think you go from I'm getting married to divorce. There are people who live in separate residences. There are people who who are still married. I actually have a client who's been married for 25 years. For 11 of those years, they have been living in separate residences and just moved back into their own home. And they have been married the, the whole time. So my whole point is that you can design a marriage that works for you. You do not need to put your marriage first over the people who are in the marriage. So if you have a deal breaker that, you know, whatever these things are, are too much for you, mm -hmm. yes, you should take care of yourself for sure. Mm -hmm. Don't put anyone over your own well-being. Mm -hmm. But what the question was, are you sticking? Are you right. going, are you to, there? Are you going right. to be next to this person as they are going through whatever valley? Because we know life is going to give that. Mm -hmm. And so my answer is yes to that. Yeah. Mickey says she is right. 
But I was saying the the guy was charged for what? Not for that. Oh, no, 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 that was the first thing I said. And don't, okay. Nobody used no clip talk about, <laughs> no, I will stay with the man. No, 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 no. With the no. exception of this. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. an extreme. That is an extreme. Case. Touching all of that is a no. Yeah. What? Uh, of course. No. I mean, I've heard some stories and it's like, at what point do you... I mean, how long you gonna ride? Right. But and, but again, you're talking and you gonna about... wait and see if he convicted. You know, no, that's terrible. Oh, I, I think that's that yes. been PR. That's but, been and, PR well, stuff. You're but, also saying this is extreme, but it's not. There are no, I know there real are people a, in real life. There that, are women who are with men and their daughters told the mom. Part. Yo man is da 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 da. There are women that stay through that. Mm. There are women that's that the will thing. put a blindfold that, on. Me. That's not So let's just put a blanket deal breaker. I'm not. You can't mess with no kids. You can't harm oh, any yeah. person. What? You can't murder yes. nobody. Like, all of Spender. those types of things. But yeah. if we're talking about the twelve things that are most likely, girl, yeah. it's twelve things. Did you know that? I did. Did know I tell that. you that? So let's talk about the 12. Here Come they are. on, she literally went into it. I have it. Right, segue. Like, she got the cards, okay? okay. I don't have the cards. So, 12 reasons based on research, okay? okay? And I would love y'all's thoughts on these. Tell me, is this a strong enough reason or not? So, the first reason, and I don't know if these are in order, but constant arguing or conflicts. Oh, my gosh. No. What? You're just going to get over it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going you to get some Girl tools. Up. Infidelity. Most marriages yeah. make it through infidelity. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, yes. Is the question, can you make it? Wait, yeah, what is it? Is this a strong enough reason to get a divorce? In your oh, opinion? okay. So infidelity. You, y'all already said yes. Definitely. I'm going to say no. Mickey said no. I'm going to say halfway. My answer is if it's habitual. Ooh. I just really think, I'm super logical. And yeah. I just think that I would be just a damn fool to believe <laughs> that, to, to feel, not even to believe, to feel that if my husband had sex with someone else over the span of our lifetime, mm -hmm. I'm going to leave my marriage. I just don't think that that's a realistic... But then define habitual. If I if I step out every five years? Yeah. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. That's what? habitual? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because so I want... I, if you have... If we did not agree on this yes. prior to, and Sorry. you go have sex with someone, I want it to be a mistake. Mm-hmm. That means you're not gonna do it again. That means we ain't talked about it. You mm -hmm. done made me feel like, damn, it just was, you know, well, yada, yada, yada. I, oops. And then I'm sorry I never did it again. Yeah. But if you got a five year itch, that's the conversation <laughs> we need to have. A five year itch. I'm just saying, can we talk about it? What <laughs> yeah. is this thing? Do I need to wear a wig every five years? Like, what's we will. Because yeah. I do it. And I so. feel like there's so many options to do that. Like, mm -hmm. polygamy. Like, there. Do you like go go have fun? There are plenty of women that will have threesomes that will bring a woman yeah. in every other month. That but you knew when you got with me that, that this was that you and me again. One time is different, but and then I also feel like sometimes um, it's something that my husband actually said. He was like um, he cheated on one of his exes like habitually, and he said each time she took me back and her value lowered in my head because I know she's gonna let me do it mm. again. It wasn't like. I need you to get together. She'll she'll fight, bust the glasses, bust and the tire. She's gonna come back. I know you're going to accept this. I know you're going to keep taking me back. I know you're going to let me play on you. And again, and that's a character flaw in him. And and yes, and <laughs> like, again, the scary part is, what can you bring back to me that could actually kill me? What can you bring back to me that can actually yeah. bring harm to me? Okay, Mickey. <laughs> 
You can no, no, spill I'm, the beans. I'm, I'm not spilling those beans. See, so you, you keep can, trying to. Um, you was doing like this. <laughs> no, like the beans was coming no, out. The, this is this is the beans that I was gonna, that I was going to say. Your sexual health, regardless of if you are married, is your responsibility. Period. You Ooh, don't know that. Tell because us how there that are works. options. There are options for you to not get HIV. You don't know. Most marriages are non-monogamous. Period. You most marriages are not monogamous. They they purport to be monogamous. That means most people are not being faithful. Correct. In their yes. Correct. So the chances of you being a married woman and still coming up with an STD are actually the same as being a single woman. But do you think that's different than being single and dating and knowing you're doing that and being married and thinking you're with a faithful but man? But I cannot I cannot because. offload my health to my partner. Is my point. Mm. So you, it's still my responsibility to care for my body. And however I choose to do that is how I choose to do that. So I'm, I'm all for personal responsibility and all of this. So when you say, um, you know, your husband previously had cheated on this woman multiple, multiple times, mm-hmm. I'm going to put that on where it should be on him. For sure. And then the woman who's decided to take him back for whatever reason, maybe because she thought it was going to be her husband and mm. things were going to change. Like, yeah. there's there's so many different reasons. But at the end of the day, she has to decide that she wants to protect herself. For sure. Right? There are so I have a friend who um, her parents were married for 15 years. And the reason her mother found out that he was cheating was because she went for her OBGYN appointment. I already know right? you were going with this. That's why I was like... So, to me, it's it's a question of are you going to do what it takes to protect yourself regardless of what you know about or not? But is there not an agreement, an actual covenant yeah, that that's, we have uh, that's a good came question. into to protect each other? Basically, that this is what we've agreed on. Now, again, that's why I made the statement of if we had an agreement, that's a totally different conversation because mm-hmm. we've agreed on this. That's That's the thing but the un the unspoken rule if we have not had a conversation is that I'm only going to be having sex with you and you're right. only going to be having sex with me so I don't expect right. that I need to go take a test that I need to do any preventative measures that I need right. to do anything cuz I've never had sex with anybody else in my whole life but That's you can't pick and choose which statistics you're going to look at right so what we do you, started what do you we, mean? because we started this conversation with 50% of marriages don't last. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it's something like 60% of marriages experience infidelity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so, not... So, I mean, it's... No, me, but, but it's still the unspoken expectation that we're not going to be and having that expectation sex with other is people. being broken. Is it true? At least sixty percent. It's just yeah. but, 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 but should we marry? I mean, that's like getting in your car and and keeping um, the statistics of accidents on two eighty five in your head. You're not getting in your car. If that's the case, we wouldn't drive anywhere. You know, if we are, but you have insurance. No, but that it's not even that. But I don't have insurance on this man. So what I'm trying to say is, why are we putting ourselves in situations where we're thinking that at the same time, like you said, we're in a covenant marriage, but at the same time, we're like, well, it's a 60% chance you're going to sleep you with somebody else. Yeah. I don't have time for 60, 70, 80, or 90. This is what you and I spoke about. And this is, I feel like we should be outside of, we're supposed to be aiming towards the 40%. Absolutely. So before I'm not going to move in my marriage as if we're automatically counted in the 60 percent. I want to move in the 40. I'm expecting the 40. It, it, could, it could have been five. If this is the route we're choosing to have a um, faithful marriage, this is this is what I want to focus on. And to your point, I don't want to be in a situation where um, 
I'm having to constantly think about my my vaginal health because of See, what I don't want to worry about that shit. Right. I'm I don't I don't I'm not getting married to do that. I could be in these streets if I want to do that, if that's the life I want to live. And if at any point I feel like that is now a concern, then we also need this marriage is a concern. For now. sure. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying though, statistically and everything. We live in Atlanta. No, no, no. We do live in Atlanta. And and, and we also and, you know, Nicole is willing to go to jail at any given moment. So I just want to make sure. I don't care if we were in Alaska. You know, same rules apply. No, no. I, I was actually talking about the HIV rate. So oh, yeah, yeah. my thing is, even for that one time that you're talking about, you're at risk. You're at risk. For and, sure. And so I can't sit here and, um, you know, not say that there are options out there for women to protect themselves and for people to protect themselves because this is one of the reasons black women are the most new cases. Not single black women, black women. Yeah. So whether you are black and married, black and single, black and polyamorous, black and whatever you identify as, as a black woman, you are part at of risk. the statistic that says you are at risk for potentially getting right. HIV. And that is your responsibility. That's all I'm saying. Right. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Marrying too young. What do you think, TK? Because you mm. got married pretty young. What's the question again? Is that, my... Do you think that's a strong reason for divorce? Do you do you see why that could impact divorce? Absolutely. Yes. For sure. I, I definitely can. Especially because I got with my husband when I was 21. And your brain doesn't fully develop until 25. And as much as women change, I mean, I've been three different women so far. And the scary thing is for some women, as they were changing, so was their type. So if you're married to one man mm -hmm. and then five years later, you're like, I actually, you, you got a dark skinned man. You're like, I actually like light skinned dudes. You got a short dude. I actually like tall dudes. You got a skinny dude. You're like, I actually like buff men. I, you begin to develop the type of um, partner you want as you get older. And so I can see that being an issue for sure. Um, thank God that anything that has changed with me has just changed with me. My husband also is eight years older. So maturity, financial stability, all of that was there. There was nothing for me to want anymore. But yeah, I can see that being a problem for sure. Definitely. What about unrealistic expectations? I think you said that, that that's one of like the biggest challenges. Do y'all think y'all had unrealistic expectations? Definitely. I no. did not. I was no. 32 when I got married and I went into it eyes wide open. We The night before we got married, we actually had every expectation on the table. Like we literally talked about absolutely everything and we kind of planned for that, for these expectations. And honestly, most of these expectations that we thought the night before our wedding were not even the things the that reality. were important. No, not even yeah. the things that were important. Like once we got into the marriage, mm -hmm. um, inequality between partners in what aspect? I just in general. said it was inequality. <laughs> I think this is a big one. I see this a okay, lot. Okay, so interpret that. What does that mean? <laughs> I, see, I, I see this as kind of like what TK was saying earlier. Like, I'm doing everything. The whole load is on me. Kind of the strong oh, yeah. black woman syndrome where, you know, I'm I'm bringing home the bacon and fried it up and yeah. taking care of the kids. And, and I'm just tired. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the women that come to me come to me from that perspective, right? Mm -hmm. That I don't know how to... This is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. And I'm in this thing that... That I don't want to be in. This right. was not my vision of marriage. Right. And so, yes, I think people do. Um, that's a huge reason. I know it's a huge reason. Okay, I'm going to run through these the next ones because I have one question that we got to get to. 
Um, inadequate preparation for marriage, which is why it's good that y'all are here tuned in to Wifed Up. Now what? Um, domestic violence, for sure. Yeah. Financial problems, that's the one yep. we always mm-hmm. hear about. Conflict yep. about domestic work, I think that's mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. to inequality. inequality. Mm-hmm. Lack of family support. Oof. Mm. Religious differences. Mm-hmm. And then sexual incompatibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of those 12, have y'all ever experienced any? Have y'all ever mentioned the D word? I think y'all already said yeah. Yes, said, okay. I have. Mm-hmm. Anybody Definitely. else want to share? I don't think you go past if you're past five years at least. Okay. You you haven't thought about it. Okay. Like even if you, no matter how far you go into the the actual journey, you've at you least thought about it. Thought about it. Thought yeah. about it. And and that's the bottom line. Um, you're you're it's ever changing, and kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, TK. Um, you're the person you are when you got married is not the person you are now. I've been with my husband. Um, I started dating my husband when I was 19. I'm wow. 41. Wow. Y'all have lived a lifetime together. Period. So we have, and we've also have dated multiple people within our marriage because of who we've changed, who, mm-hmm. who we've evolved into over the years. Mm-hmm. That's not the same guy that I met when I was 19. I'm not the same 19-year-old he met. So, um, you know, it's so many different factors that have changed us. You know, we have been through through sickness and in health, mm. like the real deal. And um, children, you know, we have three boys together and um, all of these things, all of these things change you. But um, that's that's pretty much I forgot the initial part of the question, but um, have you, you dealt asked, with any of these challenges, and have y'all ever considered? Oh, the D word, the D word. Um, um, so yeah, you you go through all those things, and to think that you're gonna come out, you know, skipping through exactly. um, sunflower fields hand in hand and singing Damn. songs together. That's I'm gonna tell reality. you now. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you as a as a new wife. I'm gonna tell you something. Whatever you do take the expectations off the table. Don't listen. I mean, you can listen to all of us and, you know, take take bits in, take a little bit of her conversation, mm-hmm. a little bit of her conversation, a little bit of mine. But you're going to have to create your own recipe. Period. And guess what? You're going to have to recreate a new recipe in five years when the boys go to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because things are changed. And, you know, when, when the schedules get hectic and, you know, things, he might want to explore a new um, business five years down the road that is not even in conversation now. But it's going to be so much change. Yes, that's good. And you have to accept that there will be change. Yep. There is going to be no conversation. You are amazing at this podcast thing, but there are going to be no interviews that will save you. Ooh. That will prepare me for right. that. Maybe. That will prepare you for that. All these conversations, yeah. we're all we're all going to invest in that right. and invest in the wonderful women watching. But at the end of the day, you do have to create your own recipe because that's the only way that you're going to be able to make this thing work. So I think... Sometimes we look at contemplating divorce as a bad thing. I, for me, in my marriage, both times where I got to that point, my marriage got better after, right? Um, and I think this last time, which was a couple years ago at this point, taught me so much about myself because I learned that I was just not emotionally regulated. Like, I was not at a place, like, I was in my fight or flight so much mm-hmm. that I could not, all I could think was, I got to get out, I got to get out, mm-hmm. I got to get out. Because mm-hmm. that's my default. You know, as when I was single, right. if I felt like that, then I'd just be like, deuces, I'm out, right? Yeah. But in a marriage, you know that you have to have more of a threshold, and you're like, mm-hmm. I got to, you know, figure this out. But I went and 
taught myself like how to be emotionally regulated because I realized that it wasn't that I wanted to be out of my marriage. I just didn't. I, I was at my emotional height. Right. And Oof. so when you're fighting, when your fight or flight is activated like that, and you're just thinking to yourself, like, how can I get relief? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just thinking, I'm I need, out. Exactly. Yeah, right. Right. I just need to yeah. get out. So for me, it was a, a very necessary piece of my marriage for me to have a whole different marriage from what I have today mm -hmm. because I changed because I started really getting into, well, why am I feeling this way? Why am I getting to a place where I'm this angry, mm -hmm. right? Where I cannot calm down in a decent amount of time. Yeah. And, okay. <laughs> and it was, it was, and my husband's very calm. You've met my husband. Like, mm -hmm, he's a mm -hmm. very mild-mannered person. I'm the rah-rah. So I had to really get into myself and figure out, like, okay, when I'm feeling like this, and so much so to the point now, I'm able to say to him, Okay, I'm at that level. Like when you start hearing me talking about I want to sleep in a different room and I want I need a, a staycation somewhere, you know I'm activated. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm at the point. Right. So yeah. that means come and get me, don't walk away. Right. It means literally come and right. get me. Cause right. I'm I'm fearful. Right. What you got, TK? Y'all done talked about it? Are y'all Oh yeah, for sure. Um We've actually dealt with everything except for religious differences and infidelity on this list. So ten out of the twelve, for sure. Um Especially in the beginning of our marriage, I wasn't more so the the runner. I mean, I wasn't. Saying, I'm not saying you're a runner. I was, girl. Okay. <laughs> My husband actually was, but for right reasons. Like I was a terrible wife. Like I was young, alpha woman, emasculating him, talking bad, thought I knew it all. Um, so we had all of the reasons. But one thing that you were saying that, and I'm gonna keep saying this, like the the fight, the fight has kept us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fight, and and not even. Sometimes it has just been one. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just been one person willing to step up. Okay, if you're going to be immature in this season, I got to be mature. Right. Okay, you're going to be a child. I got to be an adult. Okay, you're going to be selfish. I got to be selfless. Mm -hmm. Oh, you want to talk bad to me? I got to give grace. Uh -huh. Oh, you want to be angry? I'm going to create peace. Mm -hmm. And there's been seasons. Um, I know I've been making it seem like my husband is phenomenal, but he definitely had his ways as well. <laughs> Um, and in times, and I think there's so much, I'm going to always say this power and just a woman knowing her own power, the gift to be able to shift. Uh, one thing that I love about being a nurturer is that it literally means to, um, suggest and bring about development. So we do that with our children by, Hey, look at this ABC, but you do that with your man too. And a lot of yeah. times first, that's changing you. Like first and foremost, yeah. I got to grow up emotionally. Secondly, I got to know how to walk in grace. I know how to speak in grace. I need to know how to be an adult and have difficult conversations. Even when I strongly disagree with this, I'm not leaving. Yeah. So what got to fall? And, and in my case, it was political for us. So political views that I had to just literally lay down. And I know women hate hearing that. Like, I'm a... No, there were things that I literally had to be like, that can't exist here. Uh, that gotta die. That's a real hot wife shit right here. <laughs> okay, last question before I ask y'all to give some advice for new wives like me. What do you do when you want to kill that nigga? Mm. I wrote it on my paper. I typed it. She up literally did. So I would not forget. Because to your point, that mouth. Mm. What do we usually do when we want to kill a nigga? We're gonna tell you I'm about and that is not gonna sustain yeah. a marriage. Yeah. So truly, I said it in a funny way, but when you are at your wits' end, mm. when you can't afford, don't have time for a staycation, mm. can't go to the spa, mm -hmm. in that moment, because that is usually the moment where you start throwing out the D word. It's mm -hmm. like I'm 
I'm, I got to fight or yeah. flight. I want to fight. What's your advice? What do you do? Personally, um, what personally, I, well, first of all, I have to do a self check because, and, and and I'm not saying like automatically assuming guilt to whatever's going on, whatever the argument is, but a lot of times I will say to myself, what I'm getting ready to say out my mouth, would I say it if I wasn't angry? And I have to also ask myself, um, will I be mad at whatever this is that's going on between us right now and tomorrow or mm-hmm. in an hour from now? Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, some things are like, nah, this this is it right here. He's pissed me off, you know. But, um, you know, because none of it is worth my peace at this stage where I am in my marriage okay. and having three boys mm. that are rah-rah, off the walls, bouncing, screaming and holler all the time. I don't, if I don't, if it's unnecessary, even if we are arguing, sometimes you have to just say, you got it. Or walk away or step away. And sometimes I'll just say, you know what? I'm going to Publix. And I sit in the Publix parking lot. <laughs> Mine is Target. For, listen, for yes. sure Target. Whatever's yeah, the closest sure retail Target. store. And I might go in there and just get a pack of gum and just sit in the car and listen to my favorite song or listen to an episode of a podcast. And I come back a totally different person. And even if the attitude is still there in the home, I've changed. Mm. So I can navigate it way better than I could five minutes ago, an hour ago, to where we were at each other's throats. So, um, but that took change. That that wasn't always Nicole, because Nicole could, I could get down with you with the best But you going to go to the public parking lot now. But I just go to okay. public parking gotcha. lot. I just want to say, that's such a big thing. That's a huge bar, mm-hmm. especially for women, because when we in those emotions. Oh, my God. Don't add a cycle. Don't add uh, kids. That's why I said a self-check. All of the hormones that we go through, mm-hmm. like, there have literally been times that I have completely spazzed. And I'm talking, like, an hour later, I'm like, oh, my God. Right. That was And it could have been because you just dumb. saw somebody text you something stupid or... Anything. Somebody hits you off at work. Or, yes. And you realizing that whatever it is that he just said to you is not even that serious. It's just that you're already pissed off about something yep. else or the kids are screaming in the background, or this, that, and the other. And you have to, like I said, you have to do a self-check to see, you know, is it worth really taking this there yeah, or not? That's so, so big. What do you do, Mickey? Because you're so mindset. You're right. so... So, I, I do a combination mm-hmm. of... I'm going to give you the practical, and then I'm going to give you, like, what I, what I do as well. I think the practical thing for most people who don't have tools is to take a moment away. Right. Mm -hmm. And whatever that is, if that's going for a walk, if that's, you know, going to your basement, if that's going anywhere where you can just calm down. I at this point am so fortunate that we have tools that we're able to use. So if I'm ever at a level 10, I can actually go to him and say, hey, babe, I'm at a level 10. Can you listen to this vent that I have and know that it's not about you? Right. It's really about how I'm feeling and I take responsibility for how I'm feeling because we often in relationships want to say, well, you're making me feel like, no, the person is not making you feel anything. You are making yourself feel a way. That doesn't mean something didn't happen. Right. But whatever happened is tripping over something that is a trauma for you Mm -hmm. or something in a past experience or a past relationship. Mm -hmm. And now it's showing up here and now I'm afraid. Right. So at this point, I'm having a conversation with my husband about. I'm feeling afraid and this concerns me for this reason. And this is what I need from you in order to feel better. Is that something you can support? 
Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I'm able to have those words in that moment, but we're setting a container of safety so that you know whatever is about to come out of my mouth, you're prepared. I just told you yeah. I'm up here. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So he's already like braced for that conversation and we're able to use our tools to get back on track. So we don't even argue anymore because we realize that whatever is upsetting me is upsetting me. And whatever is is upsetting him is literally the emotion he's producing on the inside of his body as a result of what the catalyst was. Because I always teach people there's only internal and external environment. So your internal environment is the only place you ever really live. Mm-hmm. Everything else, including your husband, your kids, are external environment. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to go through life allowing everything in my external environment to affect my internal environment... I'm, I'm shit out of luck, mm-hmm. right? But it's really about learning to steady your internal environment first. Mm-hmm. And once I am grounded and centered in myself, then we are the great transmuters of energy. Yes. As TK was saying, feminine energy transmute inter- transmutes energy. So I can come into this space now having done my own work. And now you are going to come to me differently and in, in exactly how I want you to. Okay. Right. That, that part. part. Yeah. Right. TK, how'd you change your life? How did I change my life? Yeah, when you want to kill this nigga, now, you ain't like cursing him out. So yeah. did something. So we actually have this thing that we call safety circle. And within this circle, you actually can't rebuttal anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. whether that is, I'm actually complaining about you in this moment, or it is a vent and my kids annoyed me. My mama got on my nerves. Whatever it is within this circle, I am safe to be angry. I am safe to be upset. I'm a, I'm safe to be offended mm-hmm. or it, all of those things. And so I'm I'm literally probably just going to piggyback off of what you were saying, just creating a safe place. And I and I feel like we're saying these things so lightly like yeah, you just got to learn to walk right, away and go to right. Target and you just got to create a sa- No, this in is that for moment, real. Baby. It's for real. Mm-hmm. In the moment when he actually did offend you. Right. He actually did piss you off. Right. He actually did hurt your feelings and right. break your heart. Mm-hmm. It is hard to control that because mm-hmm. yes, even though we have a safety circle, I'm I'm still mindful in that that circle. Right. Like I'm not going to destroy you with these words. Right. I'm not going to rip your manhood apart. And that still it it takes work. And so it it sounds good. I think these suggestions are great, but at the bottom of all of this is self-worth. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of all of this is actually like fighting to be the best human, the best man, the best yeah. woman that you can exactly. be. Outside of that, baby, you're going to destroy each other. And I feel like you know if you need to work on some things. Because if you be getting into it with your friends, right. the people down at the job, like you know if you got some yeah. stuff that you no, need they to work don't, on. Because girl. marriage is a mirror. Well, listen, if you didn't know, <laughs> let me tell y'all, marriage is going to mirror you. So yeah. anything mm-hmm. that you are dealing with single is going to be magnified Ooh. inside of your marriage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. get your ish together. Okay, let's play a quick ASAP. game. Okay. Yeah. Y'all ready? Pass yep. these down. I sat on it, so it was a little... Uh, I was not, a little warm? It's a little uh-huh. warm. <laughs> Okay, so this game, as y'all know, is called Have Fun or Run. So I'm going to read a scenario. This is for my single ladies, my ladies who are wives in waiting. They desire marriage. So they're dating. They're out here. They're on the scene. They're outside, and they want to know, should I stick around for this man or should I get the hell on? Okay. (laughs) So she's dating a man. He has kids, but he doesn't think that she should meet their mother until they've dated for a year. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's responsible. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. yeah. N- no, it's a agreement. Please okay. do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have every chick meeting these mm-hmm. kids. No. Okay. 
He doesn't believe in religion, but considers himself to be spiritual. TK said, run. TK, why you gotta run? I mean, because I feel like that depends. That's so... On your own beliefs, right? Yes. Like, if our beliefs are super far, like, you're... Okay, let me not even do that. But if they're so far, that could be a big problem. We're talking about Christmas comes, I'm headed to Walmart to get a Christmas tree, and you're like... That can't come in this house. No, we're not doing that. It's different. Yeah. But it depends on your beliefs. For sure. Yeah. Because there's a lot of fake Christians and fake Muslims. Absolutely. Fake yeah, yeah. They know the whole Bible, but still. Ain't doing nothing. Okay. Um, he thinks weddings are a waste of money. That was easy. Lastly, he's a mama's boy. Oof. <laughs> Damn. All right, fellas. Well, all right. Run away from your mouth. Okay. Last segment is wifey keeps it spicy. Mm. So on this segment... Y'all are going to share. This is for the new wives like me who have a lot of living to do. And I'm trying to keep it habanero. Okay. Over here. okay. So from each of you, TK, I'll let you go first because you were actually prepared. You were prepared for this. Okay. You got yeah. something. I do. I, I think you do. Oh, okay. Let me look at my notes. I thought it was just them, but I can no, throw it out. you don't. But I'm, ready. I'm sure you got something. Let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, so your tip on how you keep it spicy. Okay. Because life, you got to keep it spicy. Okay, so mine is probably going to be like... Kind of whack. Um, but one of the things that have really helped me is vitamins, supplements. So a lot of times women are complaining that their husband, you know, want to toot it up all the time. They're tired. They're like, again, why are we doing this again? I don't want to do it again. Didn't I just give you some hit last week? Like, what are we what are we doing? And a lot week. of times, <laughs> a lot of times it's not even um, something that we can control. Hormonally, we need help. And there are supplements, natural things that you can take. Like, well, and I don't want to suggest all of them because I feel like you need to read the stuff yourself. But do some research. If you are having a problem with feeling turned on, with actually getting horny, with actually desiring intimacy with your husband, it's not... Most of the time, it's not a matter of you don't want him or you don't like him. Emotionally, hormonally, you could be off. And so one of the things that have helped me to stay, my husband is well pleased, okay? Morning, night, day, lunch break, he get off work, it's again. And that's these supplements. They have helped me. They kept me on a... Come on, commercial? That's what is well, that's a good one. We yeah. Well, because I know some below. people don't really believe in supplements, but once I got into them, I'm like... Like it was a, it was one point I was taking macaroon and I was like, oh, I gotta get off. <laughs> I was itching for it. Like legit itching. So if y'all out here, I'm talking about from you need help with your lubrication, you need help with just desiring him. And there are things, even if you think you getting it in enough, there are things that can take you to another level. So your climax can be even better. You can experience better orgasm. Can I say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You can experience better orgasms. You can experience more intense orgasms. You can experience multiple orgasms. There are things that if you think you got it and it's good, look, hit me up. I got you. We're going to put the list down. I'm about to say, obviously. <laughs> I know. What you got, Mickey? How you keeping it spicy? My best tip for all wives is... Be so serious about your pleasure because Ooh. if you are having fun, you are going to want to do this, right? So find what your sex is. It's not always about penetration. So one of the things that I've gotten into since I've been married that I would have never thought that I would be into are some kink things that I've found that I'm like, I really like rope play, right? That's really rope. St- 
a roll. Roll. Oh, my roll. Okay. Sign me up. There is a difference. I really like that. And, you know, I would not have thought about that when I was single. But, you know, in a long-term relationship, sex is very, very different. So I mm. think finding sex that pleases you is really important. It's not just always about oral. It's not just always about penetrative sex. Um, That's so good. You know, my husband and I slow dance together. We mm. do co-regulation together where, like, we're literally breathing together in the dark with candles and, like, it's very intimate. So finding what turns you on and what makes you excited to have this experience. Like, for me, I'm very sensory. So I want... I want candles. I want to smell something. I want to taste something. Okay. I want to feel something. It's the like, taste for me. <laughs> but it's all of those things. I mean, exploring other, you know, BDSM, exploring some different things and just being... Nikki is keeping it spicy. I love it. I'm, Hi. I'm ready to dive deeper. Let's I, talk about it. Part two. Invite me back for that show. Okay. Okay. That's his own episode. Yeah, but I think, I think if you are having fun and you are trying to surprise yourself with what you find, invite him into your experience, too. Mm. Like, I think sometimes we, we as wives, always center the male's pleasure, mm-hmm. right? And we're really concerned about making sure he's well-pleased, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, make sure that you're well pleased and yeah. make sure that you're having a good time and whatever that is for you. I love it. Can I say something to yes. that? Yes. I just want to say, I think another reason is that women aren't having orgasms. Yes. Um, oh, so the, it's just pump, pump, get it yeah. done. Yeah. And so I think that is a, a I just want to say I'm backing up her point. That's such a good point to actually make sure you enjoy it. Because if you're not having orgasm, you're like... You know how many wives I talked to? I talked to a woman that was married for seven years, 10 years. They're like, I've had maybe two. I have something for that. Give it to us. Okay. They want it. So get yours first. That's my... That's Absolutely. My, so even you if... You need to tell the so, men that. No, but but I'm telling the women to make sure you get you yours, get yours yeah. first, not last. Because a lot of times we want to please them. Mm. And then it's like, okay, now he's tired, he, he, he ready to roll up. Okay, oh, yeah. nothing don't, at all. Don't but, play but, but this is what I mean by get yours first. So I... If you like toys or however you however you know how to, ladies you know we can do it in like two minutes flat right For so sure. if you know how to self pleasure yourself get yourself there or warmed up even before you go and get your man mm. that's the that's really the hack because it takes us <laughs> on average about forty eighteen it takes us about eighteen to forty minutes to be aroused as women so. If we're not getting that type of wow. foreplay, did you say eighteen to forty? Eighteen to forty minutes. My God, no. this big. Imagine Girl, I will be on my 40? second dream by the time forty okay. minutes. Oh, nice. No, who has but time for that? Do. But I mean, a lot of women. It I takes agree, that amount to have an orgasm. It takes that amount of time. Girl, with well, you, baby. Not oh, not at the Mallard home. We don't need. <laughs> but I think you're talking about the buildup. I'm talking exactly. Yeah. I'm talking about Overall. you know maybe it's you're sexting during during yes. the day. Okay, yes. maybe yes. about those minutes. Yes. Okay. Foreplay. Whatever the minutes of foreplay are for gotcha. you, everybody's body is different. Okay. You know, for me, I like, I, I would love a whole marathon session that starts at. Oh, really? my you know? gosh. No, but that start, I want you to play because I, I got other So you're, you're, right, you're giving rounds. I mean, I'm giving experience. Okay. So it's not about the rounds. It's about intentionality. Okay. Right? It's about. We know it's going down tonight. Start me out at five thirty. I know that's right. I got you. What are you doing at five thirty? I just want to know what no, does that I start like. What's the start? I get what she's saying. Is it him 
sending you a message like, yes. baby. Are we like, talking about actual sex? Anything? No, no I'm not talking. I'm not talking I get what about sex. So again, what for saying. me, I'm experiential and I'm sensory. Right. Uh-huh. So for me, it might be my husband at, at nine o'clock in the morning might come back, you know, and do a little something down my back yeah. with his nails or Got something. It. I'm like, mm, Got okay. it. I so felt that. Getting it started. Right. Yeah. Agree. Letting, letting you know. And you, yeah. because women are typically crockpots and not microwaves. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know for me, because I've had a lot of sexual issues and I've been very open about my sexual issues. One of the issues is that I have anxiety about it because his sex drive was so much higher than mine mm-hmm. that if I'm thinking every third day you doing this, I have anxiety about that. But if I know like, okay, he's warming me up. He's mm-hmm. he's sending me text. Right. He's rubbing my hair a little extra. You know, I kind of know what time it is. So Period. I'm getting my mind Already prepped for mm-hmm. exactly. That's so good. Mm. So good. What you got, Nicole? <laughs> Sixteen years keeping it, it great. spicy. So mine's is a two parter. Okay, two part. So the first thing is, and it kind of piggybacks off what you were saying. Um, know that the sexual experience starts outside of the bedroom. Mm. And I don't mean that even in a freaky way. Like, right. I'm not talking about, you know, doing a vacation. Yeah, but to me, at where I am, at 41, three kids deep, down the road, if you see the the the, the dishes in the sink and you know that this is on your, your radar for the night, mm-hmm. go ahead and get those dishes out the sink because I don't need flirting while I'm washing dishes. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't need flirting while I'm telling your kids to, you know, finish your homework. It's time. I need you to say, watch out, babe. I got this. this and the other. My husband knows that when he goes, if he pushes me to the side to step up and do whatever that is, Go get he ready. knows what's on the other. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please. So, um, so foreplay looks different for everybody at 16 years down mm-hmm. the road. You know, granted, you have your traditional foreplay, but there are some things like you say, you got to get that engine started. Mm. And um, if I'm not in the in the mental space for it, I don't care what you kiss mm-hmm. traditionally <laughs> that felt good mm-hmm. uh, two nights ago. It, it's not going to feel good tonight because I'm pissed off. I'm I'm pissed off. Yeah. You know, Fire. I can't get this stuff off the bottom of this pot yeah. with the food I just cooked for your family. Yeah, for so, your family. Um, right. Right. It's hard to it's your kids. Your family your at this kids. point. Um, and then the second part is always stay in tune with your personal confidence. Mm. Because I realized, like, before I went on, like, a health journey recently and lost a bunch of weight or whatever, I realized how much that was affecting me. Even though my husband, bless his heart, he could not care about the pounds Mm -hmm. or whatever, I realized that it was affecting me. And it affects a lot of women, Mm -hmm. you know, even if they their husband shows, you know, um, no change as far as sexual drive is concerned. Um, You know, y'all know after babies. The pounds come no matter what you think right. it's how I feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, you know, that that automatically plays into how sexy you feel for your husband. And mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if you, um, if he is doing all the things making you, like he would do before you, mm-hmm. the pounds came on or whatever. Um, so, you know, just, just making sure that you're confident and to not just perform, but just to be just to admired. Just good in your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so. sure. That's a big thing. That's me. Mm-hmm. Huge. So that was for me. Thank y'all for the advice. <laughs> I do have a little piece of advice, though. Something I'm actually excited about right now. Okay. okay. I didn't have no advice, but then I thought of it. Bitch, oh, do it. You, do it. you are doing <laughs> something. Okay. Yes. And they need to hear from you. So let me tell y'all. 
So we're going on a vacation. My birthday's coming up. And mm-hmm. we have a bucket list. Ooh. And I'm going to go back to it and drop them little papers in. And we just go. Shit. Oh, I know that's right. I love so this. So I'm excited. Yes. I'm going to be That was you one are. of his con- contributions. That's yep. uh, Listen, y'all. Right. Wifey is trying to keep it spicy. I know that's hey, right. Full lifey. Love okay. So make sure y'all share this video with a friend. Okay. Yeah, because please. I know that y'all have not heard this advice. No. <laughs> no. I am sure that y'all have not gotten the wives wisdom that you picked up here on Wifed Up Now What. But we appreciate you for sticking around to the end. Mm-hmm. Ladies, please let them know how they can follow you. If they want to follow you on um, social media, if you have a website, anything that they can support, please let them know. I am Get Mickey Bay, Get G E T M I K K I B E Y on all platforms. And my website is Get Mickey Bay as well. Miss Ma'am. So the best thing to do for me, <laughs> if you go to my personal page, some call me Cole, um, is you'll find all my business stuff in the she bio. She got a whole business. She ain't talking about it today, but go find yeah. her. Yeah. She's yeah. humble. So, whole business. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, Super we're just humble. so, some call me cold, but you'll find what I got going on in the bio. I know that's it's right. It's a mystery. So you'll come, see I love you see me. It's just like, I'm not going to take up half the time. It's so that. much that she don't want to take up half the time. No. So make sure some call me cold on Instagram. Y'all know yeah. I'm Coriel. Yes, and I'm TK. Make sure y'all check down below so you can follow all of us on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode and we'll catch you next week.